recently is um, talking and it was hard. <laughs> the dancers came up to me and said, uh, play. I've done it a bit. When there's two where um, there'll be somebody standing there. There'll be the two, the two of you will be standing there, but you won't be touching. That if they don't catch them, they're going to hit the ground and hurt themselves. It's required for them to catch them. Of um, demand, demand. It's not, um, will you catch me? It's the, the natural, I've mean, had that in conversations that didn't rely on the person to person, didn't rely on the familiarity with the other person, as that I, a person could turn in. anybody, stranger, anybody would attempt to catch that the person as they were falling, because it's evidence that they'd hurt, they'd, it's not evidence that they wouldn't hurt themselves if they hit the ground. Perhaps. Um, they knew where they started, they knew where they ended, and they knew what they had to do in the middle. There became an interesting thing because I had been, the piece of music I'd been studying, I'd listened to several recordings. The recording I was being into had conducted to the tempo and to the qualities of it. They couldn't play it. I was prepared for the differences, but I wasn't prepared for the radical change in the tempo. Just uh, slowed. Huh, huh. Jazz. The dictionary that I read said that it came from jazzba, which meant delight. it was sort of divided into sections but they weren't visible but just sections for me used the same phrasing I thought I'd said it I thought I'd said it and then you could talk to me about what I'm saying one of the I tried to think of what was useful in the study of it but curious difference was the thing about time was that watching dances then you heard the movement go but from the outside it appeared that they were not not even knowing when the gesture began and when it ended it looked like one one sweep note by note by note by note by note and so took a very long time and um, one very simple melody on the cello I found that um, 
within within a phrase, a problem, which they didn't want to hear at all. And it didn't end. Ex- Maybe it did. Yeah, it did. It ended. It ended. It. So it began and ended exactly with. No, it didn't. It ended. It felt to me. It didn't. It felt like it was fine.
digital music there from Tomega. Tomega uh, is or was, depending on your attitude about these things, uh, Tom Raylene, who has died since then, and Valentina Magalete. And I mentioned that it is digital music because I got that from Bandcamp. Now, this is not an ad for Bandcamp, but I was thinking about digital music and that format or that, that uh, not format, what do you call that, a platform earlier in the week because I have a lot of music on that platform. Hundreds and hundreds of releases that I've bought there because I feel like if I'm willing to spend, oh, I don't know, $5 on a cup of coffee, then I should certainly be willing to spend seven or eight or even in an extreme $10 or $12 for a digital release by somebody whose music I admire. Because if we don't support them in some way, then they won't exist. People got to make a living. Everybody is not living on an inheritance. A lot of people, they got to hustle. And most of the people that we listen to here on In My Room Radio are probably hustling to be able to have a place to live and food at night. And they're probably not spending five bucks on a great cup of coffee, not unless they're sort of successful doing uh, what they do. But anyway, so I'm on that, on that platform and I'm looking at all these digital releases. And often when I, when I reflect on the music that I bought, I feel weird about it. Because a huge amount of it you could get on streaming services and not pay anything for it. But like I said, I want to reward the people who do the art that I love. But I, I always feel like, well, what, I, what do I own? I don't own anything. It's a bunch of ones and zeros. There is no product. It is the the right to listen to it when I want to listen to it where I want to listen to it. That is essentially what I'm paying for. But it hit me this time that what is great about it is when I die, which, you know, is going to happen eventually that my kids are not going to have anything to throw away as far as my digital collection goes. My digital collection will disappear into the ether of the interwebs and otherwise not exist. That is great. Really happy about that because I think about my belongings often because when I'm gone, the people that I leave behind are going to have to clean up the mess of my crapola. I still have an LP collection. And it's funny, my kids talk about how they will fight over my LPs when I die. But I believe once they look through the collection, they're going to go, I don't want any of this. Because why do you need it? Why do you need physical media in a digital world? I was talking about how I buy things on uh, Bandcamp, but mostly even though I buy it on Bandcamp, I listen to it on streaming services because streaming is just, you know, from these sites is just so convenient that even if I've bought it, I'm probably going to play it there. 
it's ridiculous. But I, I've been thinking about belongings and uh, things that matter, the, the, the debris of life, because uh, recently my mom died. Now my mom was very old, she was very ill. And even though it's, it's sad that she died, uh, she died. And my dad has got like a one foot on a banana peel and the other foot out the door. He's barely hanging on. So when I go visit and I'm hanging around my siblings, all of us are looking around going, what are we gonna do with all this junk? Because it's their junk. It's not our junk, I have my own junk. I don't want their junk and neither do my sibs. So what do we do with all of it? They've, they've uh, made an edict that we're not allowed to have like an estate sale. They're against that. They don't, they don't want their belongings to be bought and, and to end up in somebody else's house. So I, I think what we're going to do is just burn the house down. We'll just have a house burning. That'll be fun. And then we won't have to worry about any of it. But I think about that a lot, about my crap. And also, is my crap safe for my kids to look at? I think about that too. But anyway, that's music by Tomega. I wonder how that worked out for uh, Tom Raylene. Uh, Tom Raylene being a struggling artist, he probably did not have as much crap as I do. Now, I'm not a hoarder at all. I'm the opposite. I love uh, to throw things away. I'm that kind of person. But I still, I got a lot of crap because there's a lot of crap I just can't throw away. But, like, yeah, I'm looking around the studio and I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of junk in here. So anyway, uh, Valentina Magalete. We heard two things from Valentina. We heard Tomega and we also heard her collaboration with a producer and musician whose name I've forgotten. Uh, they have a duo called Holy Tongue, and Holy Tongue 3 is out. Weird rivers cannot wash it away. Yeah, rivers cannot wash away your junk. Mystery tapes, etc. Before that, John Oswald and Mystery Tapes, etc. Off the GX release and a song called GX5. And we began In My Room Tonight with music from Seth Price. Seth Price is a visual artist, a sculptor, a painter, and a person that creates uh, sound environments to go along with his art. And it is fascinating stuff. Um, he's got a uh, reissue out. This is from a release that was 10 years old, but I never heard it, so I brought it to you today so you could experience as something new in the same regard that I did. So Seth Price off the Army Jacket release. That was the title track. The title track is, is uh, Army Jacket. Yeah. Yes, how you guys doing? My name is Mike. I'm your host for this show. Yes, talking about dying. I think a lot about about mortality lately because I've gotten old. I just I just had a birthday, and right before my birthday, I find out that I've got a tumor in my head. Um, it's a tumor that uh, may or may not have to be surgically removed. They're still 
pinpointing that to figure out how to proceed. It is a non-cancerous tumor. So probably, you know, likely I'm going to be okay. But you start thinking about those things. I'm one of those people. I never get ill. I never get nothing. But I got this. But I got this too. I got, I got this radio show. I got this life. I got this big collection of digital music. I got a, a couple of dogs and a mate who loves me. And for a couple of hours a week, I've got you. So, cats and kittens, boys and girls, non-binary human beings, thanks for coming back and joining me here because as of right now, you are in my room.
I'm keeping time while I watch the hours bleed. And nobody you say A jar to hold your sweet nothings A jar to hold your practices For when a real woman comes along You'll give her the finality she's been waiting for I didn't say stop. Keep practicing with me. what makes your affection sound perfect. So buoyant, indigo, and breathy. So buoyant, indigo, and breathy.
You look at me. And ask for a farewell prayer. I whisper so quietly. You can hardly hear me. And you smile because you think my words echo a hymn. But only I know the content of my syllables. hit me right as I was getting ready to uh, crack the mic that I will never manage to say everything that I want to say in the three minutes that I've got before hour number one of In My Room Radio is over because I'm incredibly verbose. I try not to be. I just am. Sometimes in conversation I see the other person just nod out. My wife does that. I see her eyes roll back in her head. But uh, she is a kind person and will often let me go on long past the point of having worn out my welcome with the topic at hand. Hopefully, I'm, I'm speaking about it in an upbeat way. Hopefully, it's not a rant because especially when I'm reading the paper, I am more than capable of ranting but what I wanted to talk about 
uh, well, was about that set of music. But specifically, just now, Lucy Layou, uh, they, that is the preferred pronoun of Lucy Layou, are a, a Korean-American uh, recording artist. It says in the Bandcamp page that they pull from childhood memories and the inspiration of Pansori, which is Korean folk opera, a style of Korean musical storytelling and Korean drama soundtracks, collaging text to speak with their own voice, personal field recordings, audio samples from memes, Tumblr and YouTube videos, synthesizers and lush acoustic piano. Layu creates their own distinctive narrative. I was blown away by all that. Like, how do you how do you do audio samples from memes? I guess it's a probably a different uh, sort of a meme than I'm accustomed to. I think of memes as being static, you know, pictures and things of that nature, and Tumblr and yeah, there's a lot going on that I'm not really hip to. But the great thing is you've got performers like Lucy Layu that are able to tie it all up in a knot for people like me who just want to dig some great music. And she's got some great music. She has a release out called Welfare Practice. And we heard a song called Some Form of Kindness. We heard uh, Bo Miss Prendon before that off their new release, Bo Miss Brendan. I love Bo Miss Brendan, but it's worth noting I'm part of the band. So, of course, I love Bo Miss Brendan. We are a song called I Ran Into Space. And for the moment, I gotta run because hour number one is exhausted, much like my, my wife when she's listening to me. I'm done. I'll be back. Just a moment. Hour number two of In My Room coming up. Yeah, so I said that after a quick non-commercial message that we would be back with hour number two and I would continue to tell you about the music that I played in hour number one, in set number two. So in addition to music by Lucy Layou and uh, Bomas Prendon, we heard music from a duo out of New York City called Bremen. Bremen was a band for about 10 years. I say was because in 2019, they went on hiatus, extended hiatus, probably related to the pandemic. A lot of people went on extended hiatus because of the pandemic. People that used to go into their jobs, it would sit every day in traffic that would go to the diner for lunch and you know we spent money in different ways at the time at least here in Washington I can't speak for everywhere else but uh, I've mentioned before that Washington DC the DMV is a great place if you need a job if you live elsewhere and you're like I just can't find work uh, come here plenty of work plenty of people dying to hire you but the problem is nobody wants to go into the job anymore and I don't blame them so there's been a lot of extended hiatuses 
I really wonder how, how do we move forward when people don't want to go to work? I understand that people don't want to go to work. I've, uh, the job I've got now is a job of my own creation. I have my own company. I do my own thing. But once you get used to working from home, or if you can find a way to manage it, not working at all, I think you got to feel like, why am I doing this? Why would I ever go back to the drudgery of that life? Why do I have to deal with office politics and getting fat because of the end, endless birthday parties? Why do I got to keep signing a card for the boss? I don't have to do any of that when I work from home. I don't even have to put on clothes, except for when I do Zoom meetings. So it's hard to get people to go back. So uh, Bremen has a similar issue, extended hiatus. Maybe it's because they're collaborating elsewhere. Maybe they couldn't get along anymore, but maybe it is because for three years you couldn't play gigs. So the gig culture sort of collapsed the uh, little clubs uh, were closed. All the little restaurants were closed because there was nobody, nobody to eat there. People had to find a new way to be able to put uh, clothes on their back and, and uh, you know, pay for their apartments and all that stuff. A whole new economy has grown out of this bizarre pandemic. And now they're sort of hinting at a further pandemic you know, at the monkeypox issue. Who knows where the whole monkeypox goes? You know, at the end of hour number one, I was talking about the fact that I'm verbose. This is what it's like to talk to me, if you know me well. I feel like I know you, even though I don't know you. But I feel okay with talking to you just off the cuff. In the same way that I would if uh, you were my mate or my close friend or maybe somebody I just met in the grocery store. It's possible. Heard music from Blues Control. I think Blues Control, if I'm not mistaken, is a duo. I'm trying to remember. Blues Control is also broken up. What am I talking about? I was talking about how Bremen was broken up. Bremen? Oh boy, I'm confused now. I've got it wrong. Let me go back and look at Bremen. Bremen, also a duo out of Uppsala, Sweden. And I don't know if they're together. When I was talking about a band breaking up, I was talking about Blues Control out of New York, not out of Sweden. Out of New York, a duo from Queens. Uh, we heard a song off of Valley Tangents. There's a bunch of music out there by Blues Control. If you dig that, and they're new to you as they are to me, there's a whole lot waiting for you to listen to. Uh, back in the previous break, I was talking over music by Mason Lindahl off the Slow Sun Stops release. We heard the title track. Seems like my microphone is weird tonight. I don't know what that is. 
You know, it's funny. I figured out how to broadcast. I'm a broadcaster, people. I've been, I've been broadcasting uh, in this way uh, since uh, 2005, 17 years, uh, 17 years ago. As soon as I heard about podcasting, I, I started doing it. I figured it out right away. I got really excited because years before I had been a uh, broadcaster on an FM radio station and I really liked doing it, but I got fired for doing what I do here every week. And so I started doing the podcast as soon as I could. And a few years ago, I can't remember how many years ago it was now, uh, WERA in Arlington started uh, doing a low-power FM radio station for local broadcasters. And I got super excited because I'm local and I'm a broadcaster. So uh, they picked up the show and then uh, W... Uh, who was it? It was... Um, it was WPVM picked it up next in Asheville, North Carolina. And then little by little, WHPW in Harpswell, Maine, and WBDY in Binghamton, New York, and KEUL in Girdwood, Alaska, and WESU in Middletown, Connecticut, and WSLR in Sarasota, Florida, and WGXC in Hudson, New York, and KZGM in Kabul, Missouri, and WOOL in Bells Falls, Vermont, and finally, CJUM in Winnipeg, Manitoba, not even in the lower 48, picked up this show. Why? I don't know. I'm thrilled about it. You know, I, I've mentioned it before, but I say it again. There is a distinct possibility, despite all the ways that you can listen to In My Room Radio, that nobody listens. That's possible. I mean... You're hearing this, so you're listening. And I'm listening. My dogs are listening. But it could be nobody else is listening. That is distinctly possible. That happens. But it's okay. It's okay. If it's just me and you, I'm glad you're here. So let's continue with hour number two of In My Room Radio. It is a humdanger. It's really good, so uh, stick around.
So uh, I'm going to attempt to do something different in this break. This time I'm going to be concise and I am going to be correct. Now I say that because uh, that guy, his name is Dean Spunt. He has a new collaboration now with John Weiss. And uh, last week I was saying that John Weiss was the drummer from No Age and wives, but that is not true. Dean Spunt is the drummer from New Age and Wives. And uh, like I say, him and John Weiss have a new record out, but because I realized I had made this era, era, error, mm, not correct, error, I was listening to more music by Dean Spunt 
we heard a track off of E.E. E. Head called Pret. And I thought I should really go on this week and correct it. Because uh, even though there's a possibility that it's only you and I listening, I still ought to get it right. Yeah, part of the time. Part of the time. And of Baltimore, Maryland, before that, we heard Andrew Bernstein. Andrew has a new record out called Presentation. And we heard Distant Cousins of a Common Ancestor. Warren on Bargy began hour number two of In My Room. I, I spoke over a good bit of it. We heard a song called Girl with the Silver Eyes. Uh, that was from a while ago. A uh, record called Grapes from the Estate. I didn't realize that Oren Ambarchi had been around quite that long. And I think some of the archival material has been slow to be reissued. So I didn't, I didn't know it existed. I didn't know that. And also in the uh, pursuit of being correct more often, I was talking about the duo uh, Blues Control. And I was saying they went on extended hiatus back in uh, 2019. So I was reading up on that because I was wondering what that was about. Well, it turns out that Blues Control was a, a duo that was also a couple. And they, as a couple, broke up and quit working together. And that um, one of the members of uh, Blues Control actually is here in Washington, D.C. now. Um, her name is Leah. Leah works up on Capitol Hill at the David Lynch Foundation uh, Transcendental Meditation Center. She teaches TM. So uh, I got to figure, I don't know, maybe you can learn TM via Zoom. But I got to figure that probably Leah is, is still going to work. But yeah, Blues Control is on an indefinite extended hiatus. And as they point out in the post, had been for quite some time because uh, her and the, the fella in the band, uh, they broke up. His name is Russ Waterhouse. She is Leah Cho. And now you know. It's information that you probably will never need anywhere else Listening to this show is a lot like high school. There's going to be a lot of information that you are never, ever going to need. But I'm going to try to teach it to you anyway. Uh, most of it I'm trying to learn. This is the only information I'm really good at hanging on to. Like the whole high school thing. I am a disaster at that. When I'm forced to play board games and it takes a lot of force to get me there. I always stink, unless the, uh, unless the question is about culture. I'm really good at, at uh, retaining cultural facts. Now, the thing I'm not good at is keeping promises. Like I said, this was going to be a concise break. And you'll note that I'm, I'm wandering off topic you know, I'm like I'm like an old dude that's out for a walk who's got cognitive issues. Uh, one minute I'm going to the mailbox, next minute I know I'm in the convenience store. How'd I get here? What do I need? 
So let's continue with hour number two of In My Room Radio. I'm trying to remember who this is. Oh, this is music from Valentina Magalete from a queer anthology of drums. This is called The Other Side of Everything.
Is it? I would do the B side.
sometimes you gotta drink directly from the teat of the art cow. And I believe that this music is the milk of the art cow. This is like tribal music for uh, art people. It is Jessica Echo Main from the multi-vocal release and a song called Solid of Revolution. You know, other tribal music probably makes you uh, dance ecstatically or have like uh, religious experiences. But uh, this particular tribal music just makes you sit around uh, drinking coffee and uh, snapping your fingers and saying, yeah, man, yeah. But apparently it works on me because this is a very long piece in its un, uh, unshortened form. I don't believe that is uh, necessarily a word, but that is uh, what I'll have to do at the end of hour number two of In My Room is shorten it. It's about uh, 25 minutes long. And I heard it earlier in the week and was entranced throughout. And I was thinking, this is my music. This, is, this moves me. I, I feel the spirit uh, drifting from head to toe as I listen to these loops fall in and out of sequence. It's just, this is my music. If I was a dog, I would be howling right now because I hear my tribe. I hear you. Holger Zhukai, before that, from Radio Wave Surfer, where a song called Ride Radio Wave. I was saying a couple of weeks ago that I really wonder where the archives of Holger Zhukai are. Because other people that have died that had extensive archives, uh, pretty quickly their music begins to come out because we're really excited about it. Like Lee Scratch Perry, since he died, there's probably been 60 releases with his name on it. And none of them are any good uh, that I've heard. And I've listened to all of them because I love Lee Perry. But I am unmoved by the the robbing of the archives of, of his work. Now, it's worth noting that all the music that I'm talking about, somebody else does the music, and it is just Lee Scratch Perry sort of moaning over it, as, as elderly folks will do. But I, I'm waiting for the good stuff. I'm waiting for the archival recordings of Lee Scratch Perry that he actually approved of. But maybe they don't exist. Maybe the Holger Zhukai recordings don't exist. Joe Rainey, before that, Joe Rainey, a Native American musician off the Nineta release, where it's something called B-Sun or B-E-Sun. Valentina Magalete from a queer anthology of drums did the other side of everything. From Rosh Records out of Jerusalem, we heard Yogev Freelishman, Freelishman, 
I think I got that right. If I didn't, you'll give my apology. Freilishman, a song called Thermal, off the greetings from Jerusalem, release, as mentioned, on Rush Records. Find that on Bandcamp. So thanks for being here for another episode of In My Room Radio. Thanks for hanging in there while I chatted endlessly. If you would like to hear the show again, uh, then please do. Inmyroom.podbean.com If you'd like to drop me an email, email, jeez, it's inmyroomradio at gmail.com. So I love you guys. I will see you next week with more in my room. But until then... <laughs>